Hi. Hello. It is the We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast. We are Stacy and Pete. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> That's what he was going to say. Yeah. Oh, you stole my line. <laughs> <laughs> He's just staring at me like a deer in headlights. Now what do I say? Uh, I don't know what to do with my hands. And then? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I think we should let everyone know that we did actually do a playlist we did. Based on our albums that we feel defined our teen years. My part of it is extensive. Yours is uh, more selective. Well, I pretty much just put in the songs that I mentioned on the podcast where I feel like you put in whole albums. No, I only put the ones in that I mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Yours was just longer. I would like to know, would people prefer a shorter playlist, more curated, or do you like everything like that? And do you want a Pete only and or Stacy only playlist? So it's like just the music you mentioned versus just the music I mentioned. Yeah, because it is definitely different vibes. But, yes. But also, I think a lot of people that liked some of the music that I listened to would also like the music you listen to. Sure. You know, I don't know. You can also just hit shuffle. Although right now, if you hit shuffle, you'll get like one of mine for every five of his. I think it's like three to one. Why don't you take it easy? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we did think about maybe doing like two separate ones because when I made the video that I was talking about recently, people wanted a playlist just based on the CDs that I showed in the video. Oh, really? Yeah. But we, the whole CD. I mean, yeah. They were like, somebody needs to make a playlist for this now. That's actually not that hard. Yeah. I mean, it's so time. we should just do it. We should do it. Yeah. But anyway, it's there. There's a link to it. If you go to our link tree which is on our Instagram page, like on our bio, there's a link there. So yeah, just, and I also put it on our highlights on our Instagram page so you can find it pretty easily. There's also a breakup song playlist that we have not done an episode for yet, but we're going to do soon. We will. Yes. The playlist that I made was actually based on songs that people gave to me when I asked, what are your like go-to breakup songs or whatever? But we're going to do a list that were ours specifically. Yes, we will. But anyway, so those are there. Just reach out if you can't find them and I'll point you in the right direction. Another fun thing that happened to me this week was there was a little show in the early 90s called California Dreams. It came on after Saved by the Bell and then I think kind of took the place of Saved by the Bell when it went off the air. Or maybe it was on with like Saved by the Bell, the new class at that point. But anyway, the band, because on the show, California Dreams is a band, they are getting together and doing a concert in New York soon. I don't know the dates on it yet, but someone reached out to me and asked me if I would share a video that Jenny Kwan and Michael K did where they were kind of promoting the concert. They asked me if I would share it to my stories because they knew that, you know, I'm a nostalgic account and a lot of people that follow us might be into that sort of thing. So I shared it. No big deal. And then later I went and checked my messages and two of my messages were from two members of California Dreams. What? And I was like, oh, but what's funny is one of them was it was not from Michael Cade, but from J. Anthony Frank, who played Jake, who was the one I kind of had a crush on. Oh, really? And he just saw that I had shared it and like gave me heart eyes, like a little thing. But I think he follows us. Okay. So he just happened to see it. And the other one was from Jenny Kwan, who played Samantha. Uh, and she was like writing all this nice stuff. Like, thank you so much for sharing. And I was like, oh, you're welcome. And then she's like, it's really going to help us a lot. Like there was like a back and forth. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, if I left closer, I would go. And she's like, that's so awesome. Like, she was really sweet. Yeah. It was a very kind of generic conversation, but it was just nice and fun. A fun 
little interaction. Yeah. And it's just, again, one of those things that happens that's like, if you had told 12-year-old me, 11-year-old me that was watching that, that one day I'd just be chatting with <laughs> some of the California dreams, I wouldn't have believed you. That's my fun story. Very fun. Also, if anybody goes to that concert, let me know. I want to hear all about it. Yeah. Let us know. All right. It's that time. It's show and tell. Who's coming to the front of the class today? This week, we have Karina. Karina was born in 1980. Favorite 80s movie, Desperately Seeking Susan. Nice. Favorite 80s song from New Kids on the Block, Step by Step. Favorite 90s movie, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Classic. Favorite 90s song, a toss-up between Brian Adams' Everything I Do. You know it's true. Everything I do, I do it for you. And Robbie Williams' Angels. Favorite 80s or 90s TV shows, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Sailor Moon. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Karina sent me a picture of her dorm room. Yeah. In like late 90s. And she had like tons of Buffy stuff all over her walls. Oh, nice. It was awesome. Toy that you loved most as a child, My Little Pony. Great choice. Yes. Favorite game or book that you loved as a child or teenager, all of the Sweet Valley book series. I would love to reread the Sweet Valley High books. Now, wait a minute. She just says Sweet Valley. Well, there might have been a whole... A whole universe. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure. I only knew about Sweet Valley High. I feel like there are some that are it's just called like Sweet Valley Twins. Uh-huh. I, I'm not sure. Okay. Favorite place to go in the mall. Canadian retailer, Le Chateau. La Chateau. <laughs> she says, I buy their vintage 90s clothes on Depop now. What's Depop? It's like an app where you buy you can buy vintage clothes, I think. Uh, but I'm nice. not 100%. So. Sweetness. Gonna grab me a um, hyper color off there. Oh, yeah? Yep. Get me one, too. Also, Karina shares a lot of 90s vintage clothing on her Instagram. So you can follow her at Karina is kind of tall. That was very concise to the point. It was. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Thank you, Karina. Thank you. You may return to your seat. And what does she get? Gold star. All the gold stars. <laughs> if you would like to participate in our show and tell, you can email us at we don't want to grow up pod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at we don't want to grow up pod. We're on TikTok at we don't want to grow up. We're on Facebook at we don't want to grow up podcast. We also have a super secret special Facebook group called the Cozy Club dash fans of we don't want to grow up. All you have to do is answer a few fun, nostalgic questions and agree to the group rules, and our amazing Ma Joanna will approve you. And if you would like to support the podcast and gain access to over 60 bonus episodes, you can come to patreon.com slash we don't want to grow up. Yes, we now have three tiers. We have our $4 tier, which is what's been there all along. It's access to everything, all of our bonus episodes. Our $3 tier gives you access to all of our game shows, trivia, things like that that we do over there. And our $2 tier gives you access to the short and sweet episodes, the Dear Diaries, the Middle School Notes, the Teen Magazine excerpts. We added some extra tiers because we know we're not putting out as much material on our regular podcast, and it helps us a lot when you come over there. So Come check it out. Yeah, we have a good time. And last but certainly not least, we have merch. If you would like to sport a We Don't Want to Grow Up shirt, hat, apron, 
phone case. Stickers. Almost anything that you can imagine. Come to we-don't-wanna-grow-up.myspreadshop.com. All right, so what are we getting into this week? The time is now. The time is here. We've been teasing it for a very long time. We are talking about our favorite 90s movie soundtracks. Boom. Now, there are some older episodes where we talked about, I think we did a two-parter. We talked about songs from movie soundtracks specifically, but not whole soundtracks. Right. Because I think there is a difference there. It's like sometimes you love a whole soundtrack, like it's just the whole vibe of the movie. Yes encapsulated on this one disc that you put into your three disc changer of your three piece, (laughs) your three piece stereo. So we made these lists a long time ago. Yeah. Honestly, I think I just forgot about it. I think what happened was that it was ready to go and then it became fall and we started doing spooky season stuff, a little Halloween, and then it became the holidays and then we took a break and then we came back and I just totally forgot about it. So we're here now. And I actually think because recently, like I have a whole bunch of my old CDs. I have a lot. Most of the soundtracks that I've listed here, I have. I think all of them actually. And then I also went recently on eBay and got a whole lot more because I just found like two for ones and things like that. And I just decided that I wanted to add to my collection and they're really cheap. (laughs) And I thought it might be kind of a fun series for us to do over time where we'll occasionally throw in an episode where we talk about the soundtracks we listened to this week. Okay. Where you and I take some time and just listen to some soundtracks from beginning to end and talk about it. I like it. I like it too. Also, we discovered people like lists. So, <laughs> yes, they do. We're going to give them some lists. <laughs> <laughs> so, we do have a few HMs here. Are you going to start us out? Yes, my first one. The movie is from 1993, Judgment Night. On this soundtrack, we have from Onyx and Biohazard, Judgment Night. We got from House of Pain and Helmet, Just Another Victim, Faith No More and Booyah Tribe, Another Body Murdered, Sonic Youth, and Cypress Hill. I Love You, Mary Jane. And then Cypress Hill and Pearl Jam, Real Thing. Wow. This thing was coming out. I don't know if I know any of these songs or the movie. What's the movie about? Have you seen the movie? I saw the movie a long time ago, probably around this time. I have not watched it since. I think we'll have to go and rewatch it, though. Yeah. Sounds like a 90s classic. (laughs) It sounds like a horror movie. It is not a horror movie. No? It is a crime action thriller. Nice. I just looked up the cast. That's a... It's a solid cast. Emilio yeah. Estevez, Cuba Gooding Jr., Stephen Dorf, Dennis Leary, Jeremy Piven. Wow. Add it to the list. Put it on the list. All right. Number one on my HMs or honorable mentions. Let me just add, this could really just be a top 10 because I love these just as much as I love. Of course. The top five. So people will yell, I'm sure, about some of these. Let them yell. Yes. <laughs> I know how I feel about them. <laughs> From 1990, the movie is Pretty Woman. We love it. We've covered it on the podcast. What a soundtrack. You have The King of Wishful Thinking by Go West. Show Me Your Soul by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, Pretty Woman, of course, by Roy Orbison. Fame 90 from David Bowie. No Explanation by Peter Cetera. And my fave, It Must Have Been Love by Roxette. Nothing says the 90s like Peter Cetera. <laughs> 
And speaking of breakup songs, It Must Have Been Love was one of the first songs that I used to listen to and cry oh, yeah. about the first boy that broke my heart. That was a very emotional song. It was because, you know, I mean, it must have been love, but it's over now. It's over now. It's over. It's never going to happen again. You're never going to get it back. I lost it somehow. Lost it. It's gone. <laughs> okay. Next up on my list, I broke the rules because <gasps> I've got this soundtrack on here. But it's just because of one song. <laughs> so I did not follow the assignment, but I don't care. The soundtrack is from the movie Dangerous Minds. And the song is Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I forgot about the fact that he passed. Yeah, like me I too. always forget. So sad. It is sad. What a song that was. It is. And that video, you don't even have to watch the movie. Just watch the music video for that song. You get a good summary. Yeah, and then you get like Coolio and Michelle Pfeiffer staring each other down. <laughs> Nothing more 90s than that. It's amazing. <laughs> I'll let that one slide. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Next up for me is from the 1995 movie, Waiting to Exhale. Now, this obviously stars the great Whitney Houston. So, of course, there's Whitney on here. But you also had Let It Flow from Tony Braxton, Not Gonna Cry from Mary J. Blige, Kissing You by Faith Evans, Sitting Up in My Room by Brandy. And then you have, of course, like I said, why Does It Hurt So Bad? And Exhale, Shoop Shoop, from the legend Whitney Houston. You also had Whitney partnering up with CeCe Winans for the song Count On Me. That song always makes me think of my senior year of high school because my friends Jenny and Shauna sang Count On Me at like our school. I don't remember if they did it at the talent show or if they did it at our class night. It was one of the two. But it was, you know, it's like a sweet friend song. Right. So makes me emotional thinking about that. I think I have that on video somewhere. Do you? Yeah. Well, that is a great track list. It's a really great album. Okay. Next on my HM list from 1994, the soundtrack for Pulp Fiction. Yes. Fantastic movie. Fantastic soundtrack as well. Girl, You'll Be a Woman from Urge Overkill. Son of a Preacher Man from Dusty Springfield. You Never Can Tell from Chuck Berry. And Miserable from Dick Dale and his Deltones. <laughs> That's an interesting name. Dick Dale and his Deltones. <laughs> Say that six times fast. Dick Dale and his Deltones. Dick Dale and his Deltones. Dick Dale and his Deltones. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I mean, that scene of John Travolta and Uma Thurman dancing to You Never Can Tell by Chuck Berry. I mean, I know people throw around the word iconic a lot. But it truly is iconic. Oh, absolutely. You still get clips today from that. Yes. I feel like they just reunited on some award show and did a little something about that. But I can't remember exactly. I remember Pulp Fiction is a movie that my sister and her friend took me to. And I was way too young to be seeing that movie. Were you? Well, I mean, what? Not Way too young. I was 14 when it came out. I still feel like 14 is kind of young for that movie. A little bit. A little bit. But uh, you were Especially you were when approaching. you're so innocent like me. Yes, very innocent. <laughs> we should just blame my sister and her friend for uh, that's where it all went downhill after that. That's right. It's her fault. <laughs> it's her fault. Good job, Kelly. Way to go. <laughs> all right. My next honorable mention from 1992, the movie is Boomerang. You had Hot Sex from A Tribe Called Quest. Love Should Have Brought You Home from Tony Braxton. I'd Die Without You from PM Dawn. And, of course, from Boys to Men, End of the Road. 
I tell you, that PM Dawn song, oh. I Die Without You. Oh. I have chills just thinking about it, actually. Same here. And of course, if you're a longtime listener, you know that End of the Road has special meaning for me. And me too. And you too? I mean, I love it. <laughs> it's the song that I first danced with a boy to. Oh, that's right. Even more special meaning than me. Yes. I just liked it. Yes. I mean, we all liked it. Not like me, though. <laughs> Not like you. Nobody <laughs> could like anything the way you do. No. You know how to like stuff a mm-hmm. lot. You're real like good that. at that. Like the shit out of it. <laughs> okay, and my final HM from 1994, Above the Rim. Highlights from this one, Regulate from Warren G featuring Nate Dogg. Mount up. Afro Puffs from the Lady of Rage. From Tupac, Holler If You Hear Me. And also Pour Out a Little Liquor. From SWV, Anything, and also from Tupac and Tretch and Riddler, Loyal to the Game. Wow. So Tupac was in Above the Rim, I'm assuming. Yes, he was. All right. I don't think I've seen it. I remember seeing trailers for it, but I never watched it. One that I'm going to have to go back and rewatch with as good of a soundtrack as this is. Yeah. Okay. My final honorable mention, and it hurts me to have it as an honorable mention, but it is what it is. When you hear the rest of my list, well, you might not understand, but I understand. (laughs) This is from 1995, Clueless. We have Kids in America from The Muffs, Supermodel from Jill Sobiel, Where'd You Go from The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Fake Plastic Trees from Radiohead, and of course, Rolling With My Homies from Coolio. I know this had to be difficult, for you to put this movie and its soundtrack so low on your list. <laughs> I know. Well, you know I love this movie. It's a great soundtrack. But honestly, I made my choices on my soundtracks based on the ones that I, just like the last list we made with albums that defined us, these were albums that I listened to on repeat. Yeah. Okay. We're to our top five. Top five, the big boys. You going first. All right. I will go first. Do it. Number five on my list from 1995, Batman Forever. Yes. This one almost made it a little higher on my list because of Kiss from a Rose from Seal. I actually just got a chill when you said it, even though I knew it was coming. I did listen to that song on this CD a lot. Me too. It was big, very big. Also on this soundtrack, Hold Me, Kiss Me, Thrill Me from U2. Another great song. Yes. And also from Method Man, The Riddler. Very nice. It always makes me think of being a teenager and going to Six Flags, walking around with my friends and being in the Gotham City part of Six Flags. And they would play Kiss from a Rose like on repeat. Would they? Yes. (laughs) Oh, such good times. Except for those Six Flags workers. That had to hear it. That had to hear it <laughs> they on probably repeat. Hate that song yes, now. it's their least favorite song of all time now. It's funny because I take a lot of time picking songs to play with certain videos that I share, like when I do flip throughs of catalogs and things like that. And most people are always like, perfect song for this, you know, whatever. But then you'll get people who are like, I worked in retail for X amount of years and I heard this song 5,000 times a day and I hate it so much. I'm like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's one way to ruin a song. Yeah. Hear it in retail or make it your alarm Alarm. or like a ringer. And you're just like, I hate this song now. Yep. I have made that mistake a couple of times with songs that I love because you want to hear a song you love when you first wake up in the morning, but not when it's disturbing your beauty sleep. You know what they need? A playlist for your ringer. Yes. So it's not the same song every morning. Yeah. Just link it to a Spotify playlist. 
Maybe they have that option somehow. We, we need to go look it up. We haven't found it yet. Or business idea. <laughs> <laughs> we, we copyright that. We claim it. It's copywritten now. Trademark. TM. <laughs> okay. In fifth place on my list from 1992, The Bodyguard. Another Whitney heavy soundtrack, of course. But we also have It's Gonna Be a Lovely Day from Soul System. Even if my heart would break by none other than Kenny G featuring Aaron Neville. Wow. (laughs) Which actually got me thinking about how sometimes I consume things that a grown woman at this time was probably listening to on like their easy listening or adult contemporary stations. Yeah. And then I was like, do kids today do this? You know what I mean? Like, uh, doubtful. Like, did they take bubble baths listening to Kenny G? I think not. But what would be their version of Kenny G? I mean, Kenny G was popular during that time. It was just a different genre. So I don't know what that would be now. I mean, you got to think about all the 80s and 90s themed movies and TV shows that come out now with music from those periods where a kid hadn't heard that before. Yeah. It's new music to them. So they might be checking it out. But what I'm saying is like, I was listening to some Kenny G in the bathtub, (laughs) but I was like 12. Yeah. And that album had just come out. So what I'm saying is like older ladies are probably listening to that or like people were putting that on when they were having like their dates and drinking wine together on their couch. You know, like who's equivalent to that now that it's like popular now, but like of that kind of genre. I don't even know who that would be. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I, I'm just wondering, like, in our time, in the 90s, were soap operas to blame? You know what I mean? Like the overly dramatic adult storylines that I was watching every single day after school. Right. I don't know. Like, did that just turn me into a 45-year-old woman when I was 12 a little bit? Maybe a little bit. Because, Felt like, the same emotions. I didn't continue listening to Kenny G, but there was definitely like this small period of time. I don't know if it made me feel adult. <laughs> it probably did. You know? You're like, oh, I'm going to have wine, except it's grape juice. Yeah. But out of a wine glass in your (laughs) bubble bath. But like, I'd be listening to songs from like Michael Bolton and Luther Vandross and, you know, Aaron Neville. Like, (laughs) I feel like kids today don't have a version of that because all the people I get, I don't know. I mean, I guess there are artists that were like in their 20s in the 90s who are still putting out music now. That maybe would be sort of the same thing if like a 16 year old was listening to Brian Adams now. Does that make sense? Yeah. But what about that guy that's got like tattoos all over his face, but he's he does nice things for people. Post Malone. Post Malone. Yeah. Yeah. But that's still considered cool. I, I would think so. You don't think he's bathtub music? No. <laughs> what about. Uh, Although one of my friends I went to high school with just went to see him. Yeah. So is I, I don't know. But like people my age go see Taylor Swift, but also teenagers go see Taylor Swift and kids go see Taylor Swift. Doja Cat? <laughs> no, she's not considered Kenny G music. I can tell you that. It's just a name I know. That's it. Who? OK, so now we're asking the audience who would who be is modern day Kenny G, the Kenny G of today. Or is it just still Kenny G? It may still be Kenny G. Is he still alive? Oh, stop. Of course he is. Is I, he? I don't know. Well, I think so. He was popular in the 80s. In the 90s. And the 90s. But I'm saying that's a while ago. He was an adult, but he wasn't like our parents age. I don't think they just did a documentary on him on like Max or something. I think. Hold. Yeah, he's dead. <gasps> no, he's not. Guess his age. You are such an <laughs> You ass. <laughs> Guess his age. Guess his age. 62. All right. Not, not bad. That's close. 65. Warmer. 70. Colder. 67. 
boom, you're on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Can't tell me nothing. (laughs) 67. 67. Mr. Kenneth G. Kenneth G. (laughs) What's his last name? G. Gorlick. Oh. Kenneth Bruce Gorlick. Wow. Learn something new every day. There you go. All right. Back to the soundtrack, though. Of course, you had all of the incredible songs from Whitney Houston. Queen of the Night, Run to You, I Have Nothing, I'm Every Woman, and of course, I Will Always Love You. Dolly Parton cover. Of course, both versions are amazing, but Whitney just knocked it out of the park. Yeah. I loved that song so much. I listened to it as well, and it's great. (laughs) You don't sound as enthusiastic about it. Well, you know, it wasn't my type of music, but that's how good it was. Yeah. Is that I still listened to it and really liked it. Right. You couldn't deny it. No. Okay, next on my list from 1994, the movie is The Crow. Saw this movie in the theater. Feel bad for Brandon Lee. Yeah. As far as what happened there. Of course. Loved the movie. Soundtrack was very good. The highlights we have from STP, Big Empty, Darkness, from Rage Against the Machine, from Nine Inch Nails, Dead Souls, and from The Cure, Burn. Wow. I actually just recently shared some home video footage from on Instagram is Mr. Whiskers. <laughs> it has endless amounts of just home video footage from the 90s. Yeah. He's got one of the best 90s rooms with all the posters and cutouts and everything all over the place. He, you know, went to tons of grunge concerts and it was just really impressive and fun to see. And he's given me permission to share anything I want to share. So keep an eye out for that stuff. But one of the things he was focusing on in one of the videos was this soundtrack. And oh, they, was it? And they were listening to it ah. like, as he was filming it with it. Like an, there was another friend. It was just, yeah, it was great. All right. Number four on my list. This is a movie that I saw a lot of with my friend Pam. We were very into it. It's from 1996. That Thing You Do. This is a little different than the others. It's not music that you would have heard on the radio. But if you love the movie, then you love the soundtrack. So you had all the songs by The Wonders, which of course is the fictional band that the movie is about, or as some would say, The Oneaters. (laughs) You had All My Only Dreams, Dance With Me Tonight, Little Wild One, and of course, That Thing You Do. And then there's a different version called I Need You, That Thing You Do, that I kind of love even more than the original. And then, of course, you had a lot of other fictional artists in the movies. You had the Shintralines, the Vicksburgs, Freddie Fredrickson, Diane Dane, and even a song by Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Which, which is a fictional band, The Wonders, portraying a band, Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters, in a beach movie that they were in. It gave, like, beach blanket bingo vibes. Did it? Yeah. I'll be honest. Never seen this movie. You've never seen this movie? No, it did not appeal to me at the time. <laughs> and I have never gone back and rewatched it. Okay. Add it to the list. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, it still does not appeal to me. I know, but it's a cute movie. I think you'd enjoy it. I think you would. Because it's not like a musical. It's a movie about a band. Right. So I think it'll be different for you. We'll give it a solid maybe. Okay. Maybe. I'll take it. Maybe. maybe maybe can i tell you a funny story about yes please okay so i told you my friend and i were very into this movie we were on a trip it was a church trip and we met these guys who were in a band that were playing at this festival thing that we were at and of course we thought that they were cute right and they like took us backstage and we, you know, at the time we thought that it was just the coolest thing just to be taken backstage anywhere. Who cares where it is? Sure. 
You're backstage. We're backstage with Third Day. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool, actually. If you know, you know. You know. But anyway, so we exchanged information with them. I don't really remember why. I think maybe because we were filming a lot of stuff and they wanted us to send them the footage of them performing, which makes sense because back then that was rare. Yeah. And so we decided that along with that, we were going to send them a little video where we like talked on it, like gave them messages and stuff. And then also made, we dubbed over a scene from this movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's a part in the movie where... This is so embarrassing. I can't believe I'm telling it, but I'm telling it. It's a part of the movie where they hear their song on the radio for the first time. Right. So there's this big excitement and we dubbed over it and we played the music from this band (laughs) and our voices being like, oh my God, we're on the radio. Oh, ah." and we would like mouth along with what they're saying, but like change the words to being about this band. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We sent it to them and it it actually was pretty good for the time, Yeah, you know, because it was 97 or something when we did it. I don't know. I think they got a kick out of it. I mean, we heard back from them and Oh, stuff. you did? Yeah. So they watched I'm it. still friends with some of them on Facebook. He, I wish you would <laughs> check and see if they still had that video. I wish so hard. I have a copy of that. You have a copy <laughs> of it still. What? Why did I just say that out loud? Oh, my God. I just watched it recently. You did? <laughs> yes. Oh, you are going to digitize that. I might share it with you. I am not sharing it with the world. Sorry. Patreon. Maybe Patreon. High tier. A high tier. I'm Tanner tier. <laughs> the Tanner tier. <laughs> if you know, you know. You got to come to Patreon to know that one. You do. But anyway, love the movie. It's a fun soundtrack. It's a soundtrack that I put on and it just makes me feel good. And I don't really think about anything else. Also, there was a, a section in NSYNC's Ain't No Stopping Us Now tour in 1999 where they went through the decades and sang songs from different decades or representing different decades. And they put on their Wonders attire and sang That Thing You Do. And so that also has special meaning for me. That was is fun. Very excited when they sang it because I loved the movie so much. <laughs> okay, number three on my list. Let's hear it. 1998. Can't Hardly Wait. Highlights from this for me, from Third Eye Blind, Graduate, from Smash Mouth, Can't Get Enough of You Baby, from Run DMC, Tricky, from Blink-182, Damn It, and from Guns N' Roses, Paradise City. Yes. Fantastic soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. And the title song, Can't Hardly Wait, by The Replacements. Oh yes, a very good song. Mm -hmm. Tricky is one that I didn't really appreciate at the time, but... There was shortly after that a video game called SSX Tricky. Oh, I remember you talking about that. I loved that game. <laughs> and like the second one and the third one, love Tricky. It's Tricky. Yeah, to rock around. <laughs> okay. The top three here. Like oftentimes when we have lists, usually you got two or three battling for the top. Like you do. It's, it's really hard to make these choices. But number three on my list from 1995 Empire Records. Now, we know Empire Records is probably my favorite 90s movie ever. Yes. But the way the soundtracks go, you know, there's just two that I listen to a tiny bit more than this one, though this is an excellent soundtrack. You have Liar from The Cranberries, A Girl Like You from Edwin Collins, one of my faves, Free from The Martinis, of course, Sugar High from Coyote Shivers, (laughs) (laughs) Crazy Life from Toad the Wet Sprocket, I Don't Want to Live Today from Ape Hangers, and We Could Never Forget Till I Hear It From You from Jim Blossoms. I love that sugar high handshaking dance. (laughs) That old uh, Zellweger handshake. Yeah, the Zellweger handshake. (laughs) 
Okay, number two on my list. This was a close race for number one and number two on my list. But number two from 1993, Dazed and Confused. Again, super close, but highlights from this soundtrack. There's a lot. Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo by Rick Derringer. Slow Ride from Foghat. Schools Out from Alice Cooper. Love Hurts by Nazareth. Cherry Bomb from The Runaways. Low Rider from War. Tuesday's Gone from Leonard Skinnerd, Highway Star by Deep Purple, Rock and Roll All Night from Kiss, and Paranoid from Black Sabbath. What a soundtrack. Fantastic soundtrack. And as I read through this, I realize they needed just a dazed and confused version of Guitar Hero. Yes. Because these were all bangers on Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I love that movie so much. And I have a vivid memory of the last day of school, my senior year, a bunch of us walking down the halls towards the end where it burst out into the parking lot and us all singing at the top of our lungs, school (laughs) forever, and just being so excited, that feeling and bursting through the doors. And I mean, I know it didn't happen this way, but I imagine like everybody's throwing their books and papers everywhere. I think that's probably what happened in the movie. Yes. <laughs> but it was almost as cool as that. It was such a release to be done. Yeah. With that in particular, it's like one of the longest things you'll do that has an ending to it in life. Because it's like you're working at that for 13 years, roughly. Yeah. At a minimum. Mm-hmm. If you're in college, it's like a third of that. Yep. And then you don't really have an ending necessarily to work. There is an end, but you're never quite sure where it is. This was kind of set, you know? It's true. And the thing is, though, is like when you look back on it as an adult, you're like, that was the easiest thing I've ever done compared to what you had to do later on in life. You know, not that high school was easy for everyone, but in comparison to having like this big, important job or college or, you know, things like that. It's, you know, parenthood, like any, I don't know, lots of stuff that's real life adult stuff. Sometimes you think, man, high school wasn't so hard. (laughs) Yeah, I should have enjoyed it a little bit more. (laughs) Shouldn't have been as excited to be leaving there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number two on my list from 1994, Reality Bites. This is one, it's kind of funny because we just had an episode where we were having to choose between Empire Records, Reality Bites, and Singles, and... We both dumped Reality Bites. We did. Just compared to the other two movies. Yeah. But soundtrack-wise, I have Reality Bites up here at number two. I loved this soundtrack. You have My Sharona from The Knack. Baby, I Love Your Way from Big Mountain, which I used to, I remember laying out. That's another, like, laying out in my pool, listening to that song on the radio, and it just felt good. And then, I mean, you had All I Want Is You from U2. Stay, I Miss You from our friend Lisa Loeb and the Nine Stories. Locked Out from Crowded House and from Squeeze, Tempted. This movie makes me feel like that teenager who was like riding around town with her older sister feeling cool. I think because I remember listening to a lot of this soundtrack with my older sister and her friends and feeling like I'm cooler than all my high school friends because I'm hanging out with my 20 something year old sister. Like they're all going to be so jealous. <laughs> Not even that, but just like, I don't need them. Like if I was feeling like insecure or left out or something, you know, I'm with an adult. Right. <laughs> Who's not quite an adult. So she's cool. That's right. She works at a video store. She works at a video store. I can get whatever videos I want today. <laughs> Two if I want. Although at that point, was she still working at a video it store? Matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think she was like student teaching. At she that probably point. was. Yeah. 
A lot less. Well, that's still cool. It's still cool. It's not, still cool. It's not video store cool, though. No. <laughs> it was more like the sister who would occasionally let me have half of a Seagram's wine cooler. Ooh. Not in the car, though. Not in the car. No, never. Good shout. Good shout. All right. There's only one left, right? I'm sure if we put it on a poll right now, <laughs> P-O-L-L, not P-O-L-E, <laughs> you could probably guess it, but the movie is from 1992. It is singles. How could I not have this on my list? The answer is, I can't. I have to have it here. You have to. Based on all we know about you, this soundtrack has to be here. Yes. Highlights from this soundtrack, from Pearl Jam, Breath, State of Love and Trust, from Alice in Chains, Wood, Chris Cornell, Seasons, from Soundgarden, Birth Ritual, and from The Screaming Trees, Nearly Lost You. It's so good. Another one I love from that. Can I add a song I love from that album? Please do. And I know we're not, we're purposefully not listing every song on the soundtracks, by the way. But from Paul Westerberg, Dyslexic Heart is a song that I really love. And when I hear it, it just feels like the movie to me. It's a very good song. Yeah. All right. The top of my list. If you know me at all, you'll know exactly what this is. If this poll was out, (laughs) P.O. L-E? No, (laughs) P-O-L-L. It's from 1996. It is Romeo and Juliet. So many amazing songs on this soundtrack. It was life for me. It was my 16-year-old heart. Number one crush from Garbage. Local God from Everclear. Talk show host from Radiohead. Angel from Gavin Friday. Everybody's Free. Love Fool from The Cardigans. And my all-time fave, Kissing You. From Desiree. Just all of it. I really want to list all of the songs, but I'm holding back. But I saw the movie, you know, like seven or eight times in the theater. And then as soon as I could get my grubby little teenage dirtbag hands on this CD, it stayed in my three disc changing CD player with no other CDs in it to change (laughs) because it was in heavy, heavy rotation. I feel like this was the soundtrack of those two years of high school for you. Maybe three. Yeah, I mean, obviously, throw in those other albums I listed on our most recent episode, but this was just, it became my personality for a while, for sure. There you go. But what's great is whenever I post about it, I find out that there were hundreds of thousands of other teenagers that felt the exact same way that I did. Yeah. Uh, There's also a volume two, which I mentioned before, but it was mostly like the score. So I, I listened to that maybe a few times, but it was more just about owning it. But I listen to this one. That's right. Constantly. And this is one that I still listen to today. Never get tired of it. And you think about back then, you had to have it if you wanted to have it. Yeah. Right. Like you had to own it. And most of these songs weren't going to be like a video on MTV. Right. You know, I mean, occasionally you would get that and you would, you know, like on the reality bites, like a lot of those videos even showed like scenes from the movie. Yeah. It was like this whole collaboration tie in thing. But what a time. What a time the 80s and 90s were, I tell you. Totally agree. A little into the early 2000s before (laughs) everything changed. It all changed. (laughs) But I'm just glad that we were able to uh, be there and experience it. And we've finally done it. We've done this episode. We have. It's been sitting here in our uh, Google Docs for a long time. It has. (laughs) (laughs) I feel really good to have it checked off the list. But... Like I said, be looking out for some more fun. We may do it with soundtracks. We may do it with just albums we listened to this week. You know, I think that could be a fun series. I like it. I like it too. Good idea. Thank you. Who gave you that idea? Just you? It's all me. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) I can't even steal this one. I had no input on it. 
Not at all. Good but job. You, but you're real cute. Oh, you're cute. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thank you all for listening and take care of yourselves. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. I'm getting real jerky about it. I'm like <laughs> defensive about it for some reason. Don't say it wrong. <laughs> You'll get roasted. Do you need to go pee? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. He was doing the potty dance. I knew I he am. had to go. I am. <laughs> we're in their 20s when we were in our 90s. They <laughs> Cut that. I'm a proper pain in the <laughs> Past you. What a DA. Thanks a lot. <laughs> He's cracking himself up right now. Thank you, baby. Save me. Mm-hmm. Can I go get one more beer? Of course you can. It's just so hot. <laughs> <laughs>